You're now listening to Binge Brew Brain Podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending overeating, binge eating, emotional eating, and yo-yo dieting. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello, happy Thursday. Welcome to the Q&A episode. So today I'm going to answer all of your burning questions. And most of the questions were, of course, about binge eating. We've got questions about ADHD, about finding balance with fitness, also about brain over binge. So let's get started. The first question is, why do I binge every couple of days? You know me, you know that I tend to look uh, more broadly at this topic. So, of course, there, there can be many possible reasons why you binge. And I want to remind everybody that I think that the third episode I recorded was uh, about 15 reasons why we overeat. And I think that this episode can be also applied to binge eating. But right now I can summarize a couple of possible reasons why you may struggle with binge eating. So the first obvious one is, of course, under eating, uh, maybe mentally restricting food because we know that a restriction is not only the physical restriction of calories but also the mental restriction in general having diet mentali- mentality or even all or nothing thinking also having tendency to perfectionism maybe applying moral value to food also you may binge to regulate your emotions you want to numb out or escape certain uncomfortable feelings you may binge also to manage your stress to maybe deal with trauma actually binge eating can be in a way your trauma response and uh, maybe binge eating for you is is just a habit it's just a neurological junk uh, that right now is still present in your brain. Maybe uh, hormonal changes contribute to your binge eating or maybe in the past you had some food insecurity and right now your brain is wired in a way that that it's very sensitive to food restriction therefore you are binging on it uh, more often. So there can be a lot of reasons why you binge. So if you do not know the answer maybe talking to somebody would be a good idea maybe a health professional would be able to uh, help you find the answer question number two i believe i might have binge eating disorder it's been a couple of years since uh since first signs showed up but i only recently realized that it could be an eating disorder what's the first step i could i should do (laughs) sorry guys really my reading skills are pretty low (laughs) so uh, what uh, should you do i think that definitely look for some resources and learn more about binge eating i think that this can be eye-opening for for some people especially that only recently you realize that it can be an eating disorder so look for the resources of course you've got my podcast but maybe there are also other podcasts maybe follow some coaches on instagram also look on the websites and so on to gather as much information the first behavioral change that you could do is just don't make up for the binge because I think that this is something that keeps people stuck in this restrict binge cycle. So the first tip is please do not make up for, for the binge in any way, like you know, fasting afterwards or over-exercising. 
And the third uh, thing I think <laughs> that you could uh, do is just increase your self-awareness. So right now, just pay attention what's happening when you binge. Ask yourself, where do you do it? When do you do it? Is it associated with certain feelings, thoughts? Maybe you're going to notice some pattern emerging. So this is very important because when you have that self-awareness, you know how to um, how to modify this behavior. So I think that always self-awareness is like the first step. Another question is about ADHD and binge eating. And this is a very broad topic. So I think that I'm going to leave that topic for later. I'm going to just do a separate episode all about binge eating and ADHD because I would prefer to really answer this question more thoroughly. So just wait for for the future. I definitely, I'm definitely going to do an episode about that. Another question, I feel like having shorter eating window helps me to eat less, but at the same time, sometimes it leads to binge eating. I really enjoy intermittent fasting, but I'm not sure if it's working for me. So I'm going to refer you to my previous episodes. I've done an episode which is called to fast or not to fast. And it's all about intermittent fasting. So please listen to that episode. And if you have any additional questions, just message me on Instagram and I'm going to answer uh, your questions uh, privately. Another question is all about lack of self-acceptance. So somebody just said that I can't accept myself and my body, please help. So (laughs) I have a couple of questions for you. Like who is this I? Because in a statement, I can't accept myself, there is this I. So I want to know who is behind this statement. Who is this I? Because I believe that you accept and love yourself unconditionally But sometimes you just forget. Sometimes your self-love is just covered by all of this thinking, judgment, preferences. I think that if you were in a vacuum with, you know, no other people around you, you would totally accept yourself because you wouldn't know any better. There would be no comparison. But we are living in a world where our brain constantly comes up with different problems, finds solutions, brain likes to compare, judge, uh, because this is <laughs> this is how we, we function. We need to differentiate between what is good for us, what is bad for us, meaning what can help us to survive and what can kill us. So the brain has to constantly do those those judgments. So right now you believe that you can't accept yourself, but I think that what you're saying is that you can't accept that you are not like the other person. So if you don't like what you see in the mirror, maybe it's because you don't see yourself. (laughs) You see the differences between you and the beauty standard. Beauty standard that changes every couple of years. Beauty standards that you didn't choose for yourself, but you were conditioned to. So the problem isn't with you or your body. Problem is you see a problem that you are not like the other person, that you have unrealistic expectations towards yourself, that you compare uh, yourself to the other people, that you argue with reality. And this is counterproductive. There's no other choice than to accept yourself. You cannot like fight with reality because when you fight with reality, you lose 
only 100% of time. And right now I would like to uh, remind you of part of the serenity prayer. And it goes like this. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, uh, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. So now you have to ask yourself, like, can you can you accept yourself? Like, which parts about yourself can you change? Of course, if you don't like your color of your hair, you can change that. But if you don't like how wide are your hips, like, can you really change that? And maybe this is something to to accept because this is something you cannot change. So you need to accept it, right? I hope that you understand what I um, what I mean. And one more thing I can add is that you have higher chance of changing yourself after you accept yourself. Otherwise, it's just unproductive battle in your mind all the time, something that you are wasting your mental energy on. So just don't argue with reality. Don't fight with reality because you are losing when you fight with reality. Next question. After recovering from an eating disorder, will I ever be able to find balance with fitness and healthy eating? And my answer is yes, but you just don't know right now when it's gonna happen. If your uh, recovery is like full, real recovery, then of course you're gonna find balance with fitness and healthy eating. Uh, Just imagine, (laughs) this is going to, I hope that you're gonna understand the metaphor. So imagine a car going through a desert And when a car goes very fast, of course, all of the sand will, you know, start appearing in air. (laughs) And with the time passing, the the sand will settle. You don't have to do anything. Like, you don't have to gather all of the pieces of sand and and put them together back to a place that they were. All you need is is time. (laughs) You know, well, maybe maybe this picture with the car and the desert, maybe this isn't as good. Let's use different different illustrations. So what I want you to imagine is a snow globe. So you have this this snow globe and when you're in binge eating recovery, you are sort of like shaking it. So all of the snow is all of the, in all of the places. And to, so that uh, when you want the, the snow to settle, you don't have to do anything. Like all you need is time that the snow in a snow globe will just settle by itself. So the same with your balance with fitness and healthy eating. All you need is is time. Again, if your recovery was true recovery, all of those thoughts and and behaviors that they will settle and, and you will go into the maintenance mode and and you're gonna be fine and you're gonna find a new way to establish this relationship with with movement and with um, eating. Another question. What's the difference between brain over binge and your program? Is it the same approach? So I would say that yes, it's sort of similar, but it is also different. But of course, you have to keep in mind that I don't really know what's exactly inside the Brain Over Binge program. I think that all we have in common is that we both have (laughs) brain in the names of our programs. But yes, I would say that Brain Over Binge and Binge Proof Brain are kind of similar. Probably I agree with uh, the approach of Katrin Hansen. I do agree that binge eating isn't always a symptom of some kind of complex emotional and psychological problems. You don't need years of therapy. 
You don't need to fix yourself in any way in order to stop binge eating. Yes, indeed, detaching yourself from your experience and seeing binge urges as neurological junk, it's its all great. It's the message that many people need to hear. Um, this approach, this perspective is really needed in the, in the space. But <laughs> at the same time, I believe that this approach, the brain over binge approach, doesn't work for everyone or just this approach alone doesn't work for everyone because we are all kind of messed up <laughs> in one way or another and many of us need more, um, let's call it more multidisciplinary approach. So yes, some people suffering from binge eating, they do not have any other problems. They they don't have any significant trauma to work through. But unfortunately, a lot of people with eating disorders do. So in theory, we all could simply separate our human brain from, from our animal brain and we could be able to dismiss urges to binge, drink, scroll on the phone, etc., but not all of us have the mental capacity to do that because we have problems with uh, self-regulation. We are mentally depleted. We are bearing a bit too much on our shoulders. Um, yes, and, and another thing I would like to add is that the brain over binge approach, at least from my perspective, it's kind of neglecting how emotions fit, uh, fit into the binge eating equation. Because after all, in my opinion, binge eating is still an emotional event. It has an emotional component. So understanding the primitive brain isn't always enough. Dismissing urges, um, riding out the urge wave, it's all great. It's all just a tool in a toolbox. Uh, but I think that uh, in the book... She should pay more attention to, to your emotions. Uh, she should give some more information about specifics, like what to do with that urge, how it feels, how to deal with urges, and that there are different types of urges, right? Um, so there might be some primal hunger urges. They might be urges connected to uh, mood management or your need for safety. So there are many reasons for binge eating, as I already told you in the first question I, I answered. And dismissing all of those different types of urges that come from different reasons yeah, it just won't help. So dismissing the primitive brain won't always help. And I think that, yes, the brain over binge uh, approach, it kind of explains the neuroscience, but it doesn't explain the humanness, the, the, the emotional aspect of, of this problem. So um, I believe that my program goes a little bit deeper. So I want to believe that my approach is also a little bit more flexible and I tend to look at problems more holistically and um, yeah some of my clients even don't think in categories like primitive brain versus rational brain yeah I, I do talk about this inside my program and also on my social media but not everybody needs to look at it uh, from that perspective at this problem <laughs> I don't know if I'm explaining it correctly um, yeah anyways there are some some differences um, yeah that's it <laughs>
So now the time for the last question and I left it at the end because it's more personal question. So somebody asked me about my new year's resolutions. So this year, this year I'm trying something else. So I have no resolutions and no big goals, no huge intentions, no planning for tangible results. All I want is, I want the clarity of my mind. I want clear head. I want to have peace and make decisions from that place. I really want to tap into my inner wisdom and we're gonna see where I'm going to end up. Maybe I'm going to end up as a slob on on a couch watching TV and maybe I'm just gonna be fine and I'm still gonna pursue my my passions and, and so on. So All I want to do this year is I want to use my common sense. I don't want to overthink. I want to make decisions from from the clear head. Uh, I know that that it might sound a bit weird to you. um, That I'm... Yeah, but all, all I want to say also that it's not like I'm I'm directionless. I, I know what's my direction. I know which direction I'm going, but I just don't know... I just don't want to get caught up in details. Yeah, so I do have some sort of like direction, goals, but those are not really like precise goals. So it's basically the opposite what everybody tells you about your goals, that they should be, uh, you know, smart goals. <laughs> but I'm doing, th- this year I'm doing the, the opposite. And I also recognize that this might be the last period of my life when I can fully prioritize myself. So I sort of just want to get fit. I just want to be fit and healthy. It's just, I don't know how I'm going to get there, right? Because I, I don't have any gym plan. I don't have any any precise plans, how many times I'm going to go on a gym. Maybe I'm not going to be the fittest by, by going to the gym, or maybe I'm going to switch to, I don't know, bike or something like that. So I will know that I want to prioritize my health and fitness, but I just don't know yet how I'm going to do that. I also have some some goals which are more like actions. So for example, I would like to go on holidays because it would be the first time we would go on holidays in like ages. I would also like to visit Poland because it's been almost like two years since I visited Poland. So so yes, I would like to just do it in 2022. So to summarize, I do not have any New Year's resolutions. Uh, this year I'm trying this new paradigm. So in a couple of months, uh, I, I will give you an update. I will let you know how it's going. If this works, <laughs> I will make a podcast episode about why I did that and how it goes. So for now, let's just see how life unfolds for me. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you need some help with binge eating, please remember that you can just get in touch with me. We can see how I can help you. We can schedule a free breakthrough session uh, so that I can point you out to the right direction. Or we can also discuss if you are a good fit for my coaching program. So thank you so much for listening to me today and see you, hear you in the next episode. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode and you would like to stay in touch with me, make sure to follow Pinchproof Brain on Instagram. And if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned, then go ahead and submit your application for my Pinchproof Brain coaching program. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day.